Lingard is joining in, and he's seen Martinelli! Extraordinary! Set it for Saliba! For Kyle Saka, beaten out by the roof, and touched in by Jesus! Kyle Saka! Hello and welcome back to the Bruce Banana FC podcast. My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at JFishAFC and the long, long wait is finally over. Just an hour or so ago, Arsenal officially announced the signing of Declan Rice for £100 million plus a little £5 million add-on from West Ham after also announcing the signing of Urian Timber from Ajax earlier. With me to talk about our new signings is Luke. You can find on Twitter at Ekelkun. Hello, Luke. And we have Ben, who you can find on Twitter, at BenBrowning3. Ben, are you also in a good mood? (laughs) Oh, man. If we're talking Pepe new contracts, you know, we are uh, a little bit in over our heads. And also, we have Varun, who you can find on Twitter, at GunnerForever07. Varun, how are you feeling? Oh, you know. Fantastic. I think the others have put it well. Rice and shine, everyone. I was, you know what? See, I set it up to all three of you. I was waiting which one of you were going to make some sort of pun. And I went over to, and then thank you very much, Varun, for uh, bailing us all out. Yeah, so you should be nice and nice and sharp, and you know, the brain is flowing. We're we're basically asleep still over here in the United States. But Luke, let's start off with the Urian Timber signing. I think that, you know, obviously the biggest signing of the summer of Arsenal's Arsenal's history in terms of monetary values, Declan Rice. So we're going to spend most of this podcast talking about him. But I want to start off with Urian Timber because I think you know, it's being a little bit overshadowed, obviously, by the Declan Rice, but I don't think it is an insignificant signing. 40 million euros with, I think it could go up to 45. That's a significant outlay. And I think he is going to play a pretty significant role this season. What do you think, you know, in terms of him coming in, he, you know, through all the announcement videos and he himself said he played, he's going to be playing primarily as a right back, but he does have versatility and that versatility is something that is a strength. And it's kind of a, when you think about all of the Arteta signings, since he has kind of taken over the, been promoted from a coach or head coach to a manager has they've all had this you know, trait of versatility. Do you think that I guess he's going to come in primarily as you know that understudy to Ben White, or do you think it's going to be an immediate you know preseason battle between the two of them and, and see kind of who wins out?
So Ben, let's talk about, I guess, this kind of f- increased physicality that Arteta talked about you know, going into the summer that is pretty obvious with our transfer business that, you know, bringing in Kai Havertz, he's not exactly like a bruiser, but he is six foot four. He's probably a, one of our tallest players bringing in Declan Rice. We're going to talk about him a lot. And then with bringing in your in timber, we have the ability to kind of play four center backs in the back line. It's something that we've seen uh, Pep do quite frequently at city. And I think it's something you know, with Zinchenko, obviously he has that, you know, increased technical ability and raises our technical floor tremendously, but there are instances, you know, where his physicality is taken advantage of and, you know, being able to play some you know, like Kivior, if we wanted to do a left back and then Ben White or uh, Yuri and Timber at right back. And then obviously our two uh, statues at center back. I, I think that makes a meaningful difference in kind of the way that we, not only are we able to, you know, just, I guess, exert ourselves physically onto the opposition the same way that we do, you know, territorially and technically. But I think it does give us flexibility that, you know, all pretty much across the back line, we have players that in a pinch could play almost at all four positions. Obviously, Saliba and Gabrielle kind of (laughs) not necessarily. But aside from those two, all the other defenders can can really play across the entire back line if if absolutely necessary what do you kind of think Ben in terms of making you know bringing in a right back slash center back as just kind of one of the key transfers of the summer and that it was done so quickly is obviously a priority for us Um, what do you think that kind of says about what is in the plans for next season Varun, let's talk about you know what everybody is going to be listening in on this podcast. Talk about Declan Rice. This is somebody that we have been after all summer. It was very 
obviously reported heavily that we were trying to get him and that, you know, we ended up spending what is a transfer record, not only for Arsenal, but just the most expensive British player ever. Something that I definitely don't think any of us envisioned Arsenal being able to do. And not only from a financial standpoint, but just from being able to recruit and get somebody of that caliber, of the caliber of Declan Rice to come and sign for Arsenal. Let's talk about that aspect first. Like, where you know we are in our trajectory as a as a club as a team under Mikel Arteta it's pretty obvious from everything that you read from Declan Rice himself and all the reporting that things like the Amazon documentary you know seeing how Mikel Arteta interacts with the locker room that you know we obviously all joked about it and laughed at you know the one brain things and all the corny details but for elite athletes and young players that you know obviously was a, a motivator for him and all the conversations that Edu and Arteta had with Declan Rice kind of convinced him. And I was reading one of the athletic articles earlier today that he did, he met with a bunch of, cl- a lot of you know, top clubs, obviously Manchester United, Bayern Munich city, they're all interested in him and you know what Mikel Arteta had put together in terms of you know the clips of what impressed him, where, he was going to be used, how he was going to be used. The kind of dossier of Declan Rice as a six was, you know, so much more detailed and larger than, you know, all the other clubs kind of thing that all goes into this new, this poll that Mikel Arteta has kind of uh, those, a very long winded way to ask you just kind of simple question, like the state of Arsenal with Mikel Arteta kind of talk about that. <laughs> um, I think, I think it's it's kind of clear that at this point, not just everyone at Arsenal, but all of Europe, the world is starting to see that Arteta really did have a plan, um, this five-phase plan that we've heard about since the beginning. And I guess most people maybe didn't take it as seriously when he first joined us. It's very obvious now that we are in that phase four, beginning of phase four or five of this plan of his because like you said it's it's not something even 12 months ago that any of us would have imagined that we'll get someone like Declan Rice and that we will beat Bayern Munich and Manchester City to his signature it's not something we would have envisioned happening um and paying the record fee uh the British record fee for a player is is again something that historically we have not seen Arsenal do um go back as far as you want to the early Wenger years or any time in the last three decades he's Wenger didn't do it Arteta didn't do it in the past but we didn't spend exorbitantly on players even when they might have been a good fit for us we didn't and the fact that we can now and are doing so we're flexing our muscles we're showing the whole world that we are here to stay now. We're here as a top side, and that's a lot of credit to Arteta. Like you said, um, in the documentary, there were a lot of things that maybe we've kind of joked about before. It's clear, though, that he knows how to reach the players. He knows how he needs to address them so that his message gets across to them. It doesn't matter how it appears to fans or neutrals watching the documentary or anybody else. It's does his message get across to the players? And clearly it got across to the existing players at the time. And it's managed to be enough to convince top players 
to join us. And it's not just Rice. We've managed to get Urian Timber uh, as well, who is a top talent. You can see that evidenced in uh, the way Ajax saw him off yesterday with their announcements and their farewell videos. Even Kai Havertz, who, yes, had a tricky time in Chelsea, but is still a top talent and is still young. Um, he was exceptional at Leverkusen. There's a reason he's always there for Germany. He's clearly a well-liked, well-respected talent, and he's rated highly by top managers. Arteta being able to convince all of them to join his project is testament to what he can do. And yeah, I'm, no, I'm really excited to see where we go from here. If Declan Rice and this transfer window so far is phase four, I don't even know what phase five could be. Luke, let's talk about you know, Declan Rice, the player. Uh, what did you say are his best uh, qualities and kind of how you know do you envision Mikel Arteta is going to use him and kind of unlock a new level to our midfield and our team that we haven't seen yet?
Luke, I'm going to stick with you here because I want to dig into a little bit of you know, kind of some of the things that you talked about there a little bit more. Obviously, you know, there's a big difference in how Arsenal play and how West Ham were playing last season. And Declan Rice was using his ball carrying ability from a much deeper position and West Ham weren't the possession dominant team that Arsenal are. How, I guess, are we going to use, you know, not only just his ball carrying ability, but kind of the the stuff that you were talking about, his pressing and, and his ability to, win the ball back and in combination with Kai Havertz and, and Odegaard is that new, you know, he is the foundation to retain possession when we lose it or regain possession, I guess when, when we lose it in, you know, but from a much higher uh, further forward position, you know, are it's pretty common that our center backs are sitting basically on the halfway line and we're not really, you know, he's not needing to carry the ball from, you know, his own defensive third, through the midfield and bringing the ball into the final third, like he did at West Ham, kind of using those, those defensive ball winning abilities, but just from a much further forward position, I guess, how critical is that going to be to kind of unlocking not only just all the attacking attributes that Kai Havertz is going to bring in the midfield, but also kind of relieving a lot of the defensive responsibilities. We obviously like, you know, we're bringing basically a, a false nine, in turning him into an eight, there's a lot of question marks over, can he handle the defensive responsibilities? But I think you know, as the athletic reported, it was kind of all bringing in Kai Havertz was kind of hinged on bringing in a player like Declan Rice that kind of solves all the defensive issues.
Ben, let's talk about Declan Rice, the person. Obviously, he has been captain for West Ham for, I guess, a, a little over a couple of years now. Um, he is somebody that everybody talks about as a future captain of England and you potentially could be a future captain of Arsenal. You, you never know. How big of an impact do you think we're needing to replace some big figures like Granite Xhaka in the locker room? I guess, do you put much stock into you know, when you're signing a player for a, a hundred million pounds, making sure that you know their personality and, and who they are off the pitch matters and, and makes a difference? And kind of with that, how how good of uh, good is it? I guess that you know we're bringing in another you know captain material type player into the locker room. Varun, as we start to wrap things up here, I want to ask you, it's kind of a not so serious question, but I thought that the announcement from West Ham side was a little interesting. It seemed like they were a little bit salty with the way that they announced you know, that Declan Rice was leaving and didn't, didn't say where he was going. And it's been pretty clear that the negotiations were pretty frustrating from both an Arsenal and a West Ham perspective. They eventually got what they wanted, but yeah, they're, they're a little salty and, and, and kind of, if we talk about the way, you know, that Timber left Ajax and obviously Declan Rice is leaving West Ham, you know, off the back of captaining them to a, a European trophy and, and something they haven't had one since 1980, I think it was, it just felt a little weird the way they announced that and just said, yeah, he's leaving. Don't say who it's from and kind of what's your take on that? It's, uh, it's funny you mentioned this because I had some thoughts about that when I saw West Ham's statement when I woke up this morning. And originally I thought the same, that maybe it 
it looked like it lacked a little bit of class or that it was a little bit salty. And then I went back and looked at the timeline of events, I guess, for Timber's announcement yesterday and take nothing away whatsoever from IX because their farewell video was so heartfelt and classy and everything. It did come after we had already announced that we got Timber. It came, IX's video, um, their farewell video for Timber came 10 minutes after we posted that first picture uh, or after the Arsenal account posted that Be Real picture with Timber in it. So I was thinking that for such a huge uh, statement signing, it's natural that Arsenal would want to be the ones to kind of claim that, yes, we've got this player. So they might have requested West Ham for that, or that to me wasn't completely abnormal to see that the selling club hasn't uh, immediately said where the, where the player is going. Yes, obviously there's a little bit of bad blood, I'm sure, between Arsenal and West Ham um, because of everything we've heard about during the negotiations and then whether or not it's true that Arsenal took a few extra days to complete the deal, whatever might be going on behind the scenes. We don't know. We probably won't know. But I think it wasn't completely... It wasn't really that uh, they didn't want to say that Rice had gone to Arsenal. In fact, I'm sure they would have really loved to have spoiled our moment and say themselves that we're selling him to Arsenal before we had a chance to announce it. So the fact that they didn't tells me or suggests to me that maybe Arsenal have said, hey, let us make that statement first that we've got him. And then if you want to have further articles that say you've sold him to us, go ahead and post them at that point. Um, like I know there was some interview. I can, I didn't check exactly what time, but there was some interview about uh, with David Moyes asking how he felt about Rice's move to Arsenal. I think that's been posted since we announced it, which feels normal. Um, it's obvious West Ham are a little bit annoyed with us, and I'm sure that feeling is mutual. We know that from uh, our time on social media. Everybody has seen how much we've been annoyed with with West Ham, but I think this their their post wasn't anything to do with that part. Well, I think that is a, a good place for us to wrap things up. I know that you know, finally announcing Declan Rice and Urian Timber alongside Kai Havertz puts us in an incredible position as we start the preseason tour in America as Arsenal are coming to this side of the pond. Uh, I won't be able to see them, but you know, it's always nice to see Arsenal, you know, and all of the uh, American Arsenal fans getting to you know, see their club, and that's always fun. I think it's a big deal that both the, all, I guess, 200 million pounds worth of uh, summer signings are completed and, and get the entire preseason tour is a really big benefit to us. And, you know, all credit to Edu, Arteta, and KSE that, you know, all, all of these got finalized as early in the window as they did. So it's going to be great to see. Declan Rice and you're in Timber play in whatever preseason uh, friendly they make their debuts. And obviously it has me incredibly excited for the start of the season, which is just in, I guess, a month and a half or so, which is still crazy to think. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at JFishAFC. Thanks to Luke. You can find on Twitter at Echo Coon. 
Thank you to Varun. You can find on Twitter at GoonerForever07. And of course, Ben, you can find on Twitter at BenBrowning3. We'll catch you guys later. Luke, you got to hit it. Odegaard is joining in. And he's seen Martinelli! Extraordinary! Set it for Saliba! Bukayo Saka beaten out by the roof. And touched it by Jesus! Bukayo Saka! Yes! Oh,